welcome to another edition of the Glittery Bones of Advertising. Today, I'm myself, I'm Craig McLeod, and I'd like to introduce the Q, the cast, whatever it's called. I'd like to introduce everyone, the Q, the cast. Down below, we've got John Douglas. Welcome, Johnny boy. Thanks, mate. Over to that side there, we've got Caro Hendricks, sometimes known as Turner. And down here, we've got Gabaloo, Gabalanch, or Gabrielle Somerville. Hello. Hello, for an intro. JD, just a little quick to you. It's an interesting time of the year here in Australia where we're dealing with a lot of uh, politics, my boy. We are. We are. I reckon this is um, this is right up there with the hunting of the snark and bog snorkeling. <laughs> the snark. The bog snorkeling championships of Eastern Wales yes. and the Australian election. The Australian I'm, election. Australian election. Ladies, what do you think of this tripe going on? What do you think we should call our bone for today? Boring. The bone of boringness. <laughs> the battle of the boring. Gabs, <laughs> yeah. what do you reckon? Yeah. Oh, it's the lesser of two evils, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Two weevils. Two. Yeah, yeah. Johnny likes to call it the lesser of two what? Weevils. Like, <laughs> Dirty those, weevils. Weevils. Look at those little things that get into your wheat silos and destroy but he. The years of work of hard. Anyway, anyway. I don't even know the stupid things that get into my oats as well. Are they called weevils? What are the things that get yeah, in there? They could be. I don't know. Where the hell do they come from? Buddy, earwigs. I've got no idea. Dirty weevils. But, um, but we're, getting, uh, we're getting off the track, which is exactly, exactly what they would like you to do. Or well, one yes. half of them. Scott Morrison, I reckon, would like you just to. Liar. <coughs> yeah. He would just like you to, to just concentrate on. On the sleep. Yeah, oh, he couldn't have pucked it up any worse coming into the election, could he? I mean, he just—he oh. has been character assassinated. Someone has taken the samurai sword to his character and just gone. Yeah, and he's and then, in all sorts. But then Albo gets a buddy little samurai dagger, and but he commits harikari. Hi. Yeah. I don't know what the unemployment rate is. <laughs> oh, so embarrassing. How could you not know that? No, especially when you're talking about the employment rate. Sorry. Oh, this would be, this would be, uh, this would be Anthony Albanese now. I'll just uh, fuck off. Anyway. Um, Hello, Elbow. <laughs> um, how about you puck off while we're on the bones, mate? <laughs> anyway, can we have a look at, can we just have a look at the two offerings from the from Pinky and Perky, from fucking B1 and B2. Let's okay, who are we going with first? Who do you want to go with? I want to go with Albo's first because yeah. that of both of them is the dullest of all dishwater. We'll just get it out of the way first. Okay, boom, let's okay. go. Let's watch them. Australians deserve a Prime Minister who shows up, who takes responsibility and who works with people. I'll work with business to invest in manufacturing. Making more things here will create more secure jobs here. I'll help families get ahead by making childcare cheaper, reducing power bills and investing in fee-free tape. And I'll make it easier to see the doctor. It's my plan for a better future. Authorised P. Erickson, Australian Labor Party, Canberra. So, a bright- what, what are we back, are we? Oh, I was asleep. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <yawn>. <laughs> uh, so a bright I need a coffee. This to me is classic horseshit. This is this is exactly what politicians have been trotting out. We'll do this. They've been shit. We'll do this. They've been shit. We'll do this. They've been shit. 
everything's going to be great. Like, it's just, just sorry. Anyway, Gabs, what do you think? <laughs> Follow that, Gabs. Very passionate about this topic. <laughs> oh, just once I'd like them to come up with something decent. Different. Anyway, we carry on. I, I don't know. I feel like that's why ScoMo, while still boring, is probably the winner for me if I'm comparing just from an advertising perspective, regardless of my political views, I feel like he had a better strategy for his ad. Um, I think Albo did the typical what they always do, which is what you just said, JD, that formula. Um, And I feel like his jabs and his undertones have come off really tacky. I don't know. The whole ad just feels super tacky to me. Um, Whereas ScoMo's, I feel like... Whilst it's still a political ad, um, I think the tone is less silly. They've tried to bring through more storytelling stylistically and content-wise. And whilst it was super corny, I think the way they've ended it um, leaves you with a slightly warmer taste in your mouth than elbows. Okay, well... um because the punters haven't seen Scotty Morrison, should we maybe jump straight to have a quick look at that? Or do you want to have a little poke at elbow as well, Caro, before we get Scotty up? Uh, look, I, I just don't know what to say. <laughs> they both leave me feeling very empty. Um, I agree with Gabs, though. I think stylistically, ScoMo's is better, but they're just, they don't say anything like without, you know, talking about the politics and, and who we favour and this. Like they're, they're two wings of the same bird, you know. They're just I, I saying the same thing. I disagree to a little. How dare of, you? You always disagree I, with me, JD. I am. I am. That's, that's, my, uh, that's my MO. Can we just play Scotty now? Yes, yep. let's get Scotty up. You always have setbacks. You always have imperfect information. I mean, things are tough. And they've been really tough. There's drought. There's floods, there's fire, there's pandemic, there is now war. We're dealing with a world that has never been more unstable since the time of the Second World War. We're dealing with an economy which has more moving parts and more risks, but indeed many, many opportunities that we have to seize. 40,000 people are alive in Australia today because of the way we manage the pandemic. 700,000 people still have jobs and, and countless numbers of businesses that would have been destroyed. This is why as we go into this next election, what's firing me up? We're actually in a really strong position. I was at a trade school the other day in Brisbane, year 11 and 12. I asked them, I said, how many of you are going to start your own business? More than half of their hands went. How good's that? That's why I love Australia. Authorised S. Morrison, Liberal Canberra. Okay. This to me smacks of marketing. Scotty from marketing has got on his little marketing hat and he's looking for an idea. And the idea is... If you love Australia, you'll vote Liberal because we're better, because we're better for the economy, because which they're not. But, you know, let's just go with the bloody airy-fairy unicorn, bloody loving, bloody fairy pixie sprite bullshit magic. Let's pretend. <laughs> let's pretend. What that did you just say? Let's pretend that the Liberals are actually economically responsible, which they're not. But 
if you love Australia, that says to me they've set a platform. They've set a platform when it is unashamedly emotional because emotion won Scotty last time. Vote for me. Politics of personality. I'm to be trusted. He's not. Sorry. He, I don't that's want, what I don't they both say, JD. No, that's no. what they're both doing. No, no, no. Albo is saying, to my mind, Albo is is appealing to logic. It's like it'll be a better future because here's a fact, here's a fact, here's a fact, here's a fact. Yeah. Whereas ScoMo has said, no, if you love saying, look at all the bad stuff that happened. Yeah, look at all this badness. You'll overlook all and the I, facts. Nah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not with you on that one, bud. <laughs> okay, my thought for its two cents worth, it's very, very short, but it's really simple. And one is... Scotty's talking about all of the greatness that he's done, which to me is further character assassination. No one Mm. likes anyone who talks about themselves all the time. We did all of this and the Australians got 700,000 more people in jobs and 800,000 people didn't die because of what I did Mm. as a brilliant man. And I only did it because I love Australia. Mm. My favourite with Elbow is I'm going to do all of this but hold on a second, I won't tell you about what I'm going to do that you don't see, and that's going to raise your taxes up and up and up because I need to pay for all of this and I've got no fucking idea how to budget, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to pledge all of this shit, then what I'll do is I'll raise the taxes to ensure that you get all of the things I told you I'd give you. I love it. Yeah. yeah. And that's why it's boring. Yeah. It's what they do every time, same old, same day, old. I'm not I'm a massive advocate problem. for Clive Palmer, but at least he's gone a different route. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like um, he's got the cut through that these two fellas don't. I got a haircut so. yesterday at 7:30 right in Moorabbin. <clears throat> so I've got a new barber, ripping young fella. I'm on the way there. Here's some bloke, my vintage, in a Clive Palmer t-shirt, holding a placard, vote <clears throat> one Clive Palmer nationalist of the Australian Party. Out on the street, I'm like, <clears throat> what the hell are you doing? People are disenfranchised with Liberal and Labor. They've both been saying the same stuff for decades and nothing changes. Yeah. I know yeah. that Clive's the alternative, but and you're right. Have, I don't know that he is either, but it's the lesser of two evils picking between the two of them. They will, have, they will, they will also have less than 50% of the popular vote between them soon enough. They will. You're right, bud. Yeah. That's true. So statistically, two-party will... system, as soon as we get rid of that and we get... It's going. Yeah, yeah well, you would like to think it would, but well, liberal very hard, no, very hard to get their, nationals. Very hard to get their greasy paws off. You got to just, but he oh, pry them off. Got to pry them off. Just cut them off at the wrist. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, you know what? That's enough of politics. I feel. I think we've. No, 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 no. We never have too much of that. Let me get off my high horse. Look, what about? Can I just show you three three print ads? Just so. One of the greatest campaign Australian political campaigns of all time. It's time for Gough Whitlam. What did he do? He just said, you know what? This is enough of that bloody horse shit. Let's just vote for me. Oh. And it's it's it like everyone gets tired of the people in power and he just picked his time and he went for it. But was it a jingle too? I remember Johnny. Was it a beautiful jingle? Bloody jingle. Loved it. And a whole lot of it. Not that I remember it. Some of Australia's most popular uh, TV and uh, uh, entertainment personalities standing in front of a black and white camera singing, it's time for Change. something, freedom or something. I've got no yeah. idea. Um, uh, the greatest non-ad of all time, which was in the, I think it was the Daily Telegraph in Sydney, for when Kevin Rudd was, uh, was in power, <laughs> kick this mob out. It's like... 
This is on the front page of a Murdoch newspaper. <laughs> like, if that's not advertising. <laughs> like, totally. But it was, yeah, editorial. And Pick then, this mob out. Yep. And then pick anybody ad from the 1920s where the red menace was going to come crawling over the equator and 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 kill us all. Anything like that has got, like, that's when advertising, that's when political advertising meant something. Vote for us or the communists are going to come and kill you all and eat you. Like, <laughs> uh, hilarious. Brilliant. Great. Hilarious. Sorry, but I've. But I've digressed. I'm taking back control, taking back control, and we're going to move from there into something that I think is going to be just as close to our hearts with our what the hell, what the hell segment, Gabs. I'm going to throw to you for this one. You've got a little cheeky little snippet for us to have a look at. Yeah, um, what the hell. I can't do that the way that you do it. What the hell? (laughs) Um, This week is... (laughs) Sorry, it is what the fuck. Fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah, we've been swearing this whole episode. (laughs) Why am I stopping pulling up on hell? (laughs) Um, Is uh, fuel prices. Ah, yes. I'll agree that's a what the... (laughs) Um, And I think, yeah... Nationally, internationally, they've gone up over the course of March, slowly starting to come down now, which is great. But I thought it might be funny, even though at the time it wasn't funny, to uh, look back on how the Twitter sphere exploded. <laughs> Bloody brilliant. It was my favourite. Absolutely brilliant. COVID's finally fucked off. Now you can go somewhere. Uh-uh. No, you fucking can't. Can't afford the fuck you can. That was brilliant. So good. My favourite was a 15-second video tweeted out of the UK with the caption above it saying what 20 euros gets you in petrol these days and a guy pulls in in his smart car and the petrol guy brings the um, nozzle over and he gets to smell it and then he drives off. (laughs) (laughs) Brilliant. I like that my wife wanted to go somewhere expensive for dinner. Yep. Yeah. I can't like that. Oh, that was really uh, interesting. Yep. I love it. Yeah. And how much it costs? So for super premium, yeah. it's just um, leg. Um, like diesel, leg. And then what's the most expensive? First like first gas or something like first that. First premium. <laughs> <laughs> Outstanding. Yeah, no, that, uh, that's definitely a what the fuck. But what I love, if we want to tie that back to our political sphere, it demonstrated something enormous to me. I'm not sure if you all saw this as well, but ScoMo comes in with these little treasure and they're like, we can help. We can help. We're going to take our levy off the fuel just for a short period of time. And we're going to take it from $2.20 back down to $1.80 or $1.75, which said to me, you're fucking getting 45 cents for every yeah. litre of petrolized stuff in the car. Yeah. Yeah. If you want a fucking a campaign against him, go in and say, we don't rape you at the petrol bowser as well as everywhere else. Yeah. Like, and only now it. do they take it off as well. Like there's yeah. all this hardship that Australians have been going through with COVID and losing their jobs and JobKeeper and and now they're like, actually, sorry, we've just been like stealing money from you this whole time. But We'll stop now because there's an election. So yeah, where you know, the good when we were paying a dollar twenty, that could have actually been seventy five cents a litre. But yeah. no, we'll just we're paying for COVID, we're paying for job keeper with our forty five mm. cents on every litre. Exactly. I mean, I, I I do think there is a, a 
they're going to have to keep going up. Prices have to keep going up because more and more people are going to electric cars. How are they going to pay for the roads if they don't have someone? Mm. Like that used to be where the petrol tax went and went to. Yeah. Or the registration fees you have to pay full price on when you don't drive your car ever. Yeah, yeah, grand. In in a year and a half, will be a thousand bucks for your regos. Did you know that? Easily, it's already what nine hundred. Yeah, it's, it's nine hundred this year. It'll get into the nines, and then we'll tick over to a grand. Like, yeah, it's outrageous, isn't it? No, it's funny. That's the price of freedom, my friend. That's the price <laughs> of freedom. That's that's what you get if you want to have a car. You want to be able to go anywhere whenever you like. Yeah, except that's for when you're in lockdown, when you're not allowed to go anywhere. But we want you to pay. Yeah, yeah. For the privilege of being able to go somewhere that you're not allowed to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Politics. See, see, oh. see. Caro, Does anyone else hear that sound? Caro, that's what that's what you get for trying to bring facts to an argument. That's got nothing. This is this is political argument. Facts have got nothing to do with it. Sorry. Exactly. But sorry. 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 Craig, I'll give you empty promises instead. I interrupted your seamless <laughs> segue. Let me try that again. Does anyone else hear that sound? <laughs> sound. Oh, that's the sound of some harmonics. Harmonics. And it's kind of the gap show today, I believe. It is. You are in control of the harmonica. Oh, yay. Get excited. Hit on. Let's hum it up. Wait. Hum up a tree. All right. I've got two options for you. Oh, bring We're it. We're going to harmonics. <clears throat> yep. Let's go straight for it. Clear the throat. Make sure you've got some water. I can hum some taglines. Yep. Or we can do guess that tagline and you don't have to listen to my awful voice. Oh, no, no. no, You choose. It's your show today. You can decide. (laughs) Okay, we can do both. All right. I'll warm up with guess that tagline. Okay, go for it. Okay. The happiest place on earth. Disneyland. Sorry. Disneyland. John. Disneyland. John. Got it. Disneyland. Snap, crackle, pop. Crackle, pop. Rice bubbles. No, rice bubbles. Cocoa pops. That's Craig. Rice bubbles. Yeah, rice bubbles it is. Snap, crackle, and pop. Yep. Come on, Carol. Get amongst it. I know. I know. I know. Okay. Smell like a man, man. Smell like a man, man. Yes, Carol. Smell like old spice. Like, look at that man. Now look at back at me. Now look at your man. Now look at this horse. Yeah. That was outstanding. That was old spice. Oh, great. Mm. Yeah. Smell yeah. like the smell like the man your woman wants your man to smell like. Or something look like me. that. Now look yeah. back at your man. Now look back at me. <laughs> look at me. I'm on a horse. Yeah. And now All right. On one for the ladies because you're worth it. Maybe. Maybelline. <laughs> no. L'Oreal. Yes. Oh. Jackie, go. Shit. Using those face creams I gave you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, last one. Melts in your mouth, not in your hands. M&M's. Oh, uh, you guys are too good. Love M&M's and Smarties, by the way. Smarties is a little brother to M&M's. I get Smarties are the poor cousins, but I think they're underrated. I like I yeah, appreciate the surface box. area. You get, yeah, like, the chocolate you know that chocolate to, like, crunch is a yeah. good ratio. Yeah. You know that melts in your mouth, not in your hand? That's yeah. a lie. That's a complete lie. Too. Hey, does anyone remember the Cadbury DMC, the dairy milk chocolate, the ones that used to come out? They were the competitor to M&M. It was called a DMC. No. Was in the 60s? Or? Oh, easy. <laughs> beep, beep. 
Wow. <laughs> I'll come over and draw all over your bloody wall. I'm being quite sassy today, aren't I? Wow. I'm starting to sassy. I can't remember them. Because you didn't get to finish your words in a Back in my day. Back in my day, we were lucky to have. Happy DMC. Okay, Gabs, I'm ready for some humming. What do you got? Humming. This one's short, so listen carefully. Okay. Oh shit! Could be Tesla, I think. No. Ah, oh, I know it. <laughs> yeah, no. Once more. More smart. More smart. More clean. More team. Yeah, it's close. More smart. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That was bloody good humming too. I'll say. Oh, it's very good humming. It's very good. What else you got? Come on. Oh, I've just got Darth Vader in my head. I can't get it out. Yeah. It did sound like the death march. It wasn't that. I'll go higher. Who's hijacking? Trade. Oh. <laughs> Good one. Well done. Well done. Thank you. That's yeah, it. Like one more. <laughs> there's never, okay. well, that's there's never enough that's another harmonics. That's another edition of the Glittery Bones of Advertising. Thanks to all of you guys for showing up and bringing your A game. We'll be back next week. Don't go changing.